Welcome to the Penis Project podcast, connecting men through science, stories, solutions, but most of all, through support. This podcast was founded by myself and Dr. Joe Milios, a physiotherapist. To find out more about us, check out our website, thepenisproject.org. I'm Melissa Hadley-Barrett, sexologist and nurse practitioner specialising in men's intimate health. Join me as I break down the barriers surrounding men's health and have candid conversations about everything you've always wanted to know but were too embarrassed to ask. This podcast is dedicated to stories from men who have bravely recognised the importance of sharing their experiences, breaking down stigmas and having no filter chats about sexual health, cancer treatment and recovery, relationships and everything else in between. If you know someone who you think would benefit from this information, please share so we can help more people. We would also love it if you'd follow the podcast and give us a review. Welcome to the Penis Project podcast. Today, we're going to have a podcast in a slightly different format to usual. I've got two people on, two short interviews of 20 minutes each, and I really want to talk about Peroni's disease. So Peroni's disease is a really common disease, and it's basically when you've got a bent penis, a curved willy, a wonky willy, whatever the case may be. And it's something that often men will notice a pain in the shaft of their penis. And then a few months later or a few weeks later, they'll notice that there's a bend and the shape has changed or sometimes it's a divot and it looks a little bit like a wine glass. Now, it's really shocking for men when they find this out and there's often no association with when they actually did it. So sometimes it can be caused by a trauma and it'll be really obvious because they'll have a bruise the next day and some months later this problem will happen. But often it just occurs over time and it sort of sneaks up on people and they don't know. Now, one of the treatments options for Peroni's disease is surgery, um, and that is certainly a viable option. But what we're talking about on today's podcast is the conservative option to treat Peroni's disease. And there's a lot of kind of strange ideas out there in the internet about how you can treat it. But this is the protocol that we follow at Restorative Sexual Health. And we get a lot of referrals from urologists to start this procedure off first, hoping that we'll be able to correct the curve um, enough that the person will have a functioning penis and they won't need to have surgery. But of course, if that doesn't work, then there's always surgery as an option. So please don't feel like it's all over. But the conservative option is very effective if we get it at, at the right time and we time it correctly. So there's particularly a really great traction device that you can use. Um, and I'm going to talk about that today to two guys who have been using it for the treatment of Peroni's disease. The most important thing I can encourage anyone who listens today that might have a wonky willy or a bent penis or a deviating doodle, I'm trying to think of all the words I can, then please go and ask for help. And often it's something that general practitioners haven't seen before or may not have seen often. So make sure you ask for help and ask for a referral to someone like Restorative Sexual Health or your urologist or some men's health person around in your area because it really is important that you can get treatment. Try not to be ashamed of the fact that your penis has changed shape and know that there is help out there. So we're going to listen to two stories today and I really hope that this helps you realise that you're not alone and that help is available. So I hope you enjoy them. Thanks very much again for listening to the Penis Project podcast and it would be fantastic if you would follow us on whatever app you're listening on um, and maybe follow us on Instagram or Facebook. All right, thanks very much. Welcome to the Penis Project podcast. Today we have Bent. Now, Bent is French for Ben, and Bent 
had a bent penis or a willy or a wobbly or whatever you like to call it. Um, so we're talking to Bent today because he has had Peroni's disease and it's been quite a long time since I've interviewed anyone with Peroni's disease and he's used this what looks like a medieval contraption but it's actually called a Restorix and it works really well to straighten out Peroni's disease. So tell us, Bent, about your journey. What originally happened and how did you come to see me and how's it all gone? Yeah, it all sort of started when I, yeah, got an erection that was hurting, like, because obviously it wasn't stretching properly. How long ago did that start? I reckon must have been about a year and a half, two years ago now, I suppose. Yeah. And did it happen suddenly or did you notice gradually? I, well, I reckon it felt like it happened suddenly. I sort of didn't notice it until sort of sex started, like you'd get an erection and try and do your job and um, it started hurting and... Um, which puts a bit of a dampener on things fairly yeah, rapidly. So, um, yeah, that's when I noticed it wasn't quite as straight as it used to be. So, um, and when you so when it started hurting, then you had a look at the erection. And yeah, went, okay, yeah, it's not that straight. And was yeah. it really bent to begin with? Because by the time I met you, it was like eighty-five degrees bent. Yeah, not to start with. I don't think. I think it sort of. Yeah, no, nah, because. Yeah, I think it was probably nearly, what was it, 50 degrees or something they said, was it? Originally it was 85. 85, sorry, yeah. 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 Sorry, yep. And it was bending straight up. Yeah, and it was pretty well bending straight up, yeah. Yeah. And um, no, it sort of, that probably happened over a few months. And during that, that's when it was really sore too, like it really hurt to get an erection. So yeah. as soon as you started getting one, it decided to go soft pretty quick. Oh, of course, because so, if you've got pain, you don't yeah, want to keep so you doing sort of something. Yeah, you pain. So you'd, you'd try and... You try and soldier on and, um, yeah, it just it didn't work in the end and so I sort of gave up. So were you worried? What did you think might be happening? Because you probably never heard I, of Peroni's I disease. I had no idea. All I knew was I had a really sore penis and um, that's sort of, I think I suppose my wife sort of said you need to sort of um, go to the doctor and see what's going on. So we, we did a bit of Googling like everyone does. We're all doctors. I'm just interested. What did you yeah. put in Google? Wobbly willy or <laughs> what did you put in? Yeah, no, a few interesting things came up to start with. No, I think I just put in, um, you had to sort of say it properly because if you put bent cock in, everything came up. <laughs> um, no, I think I just put bent penis in and in the end and it actually came up and I think it did come up with one of them. It came up with a few things and um, so I had a bit of a sort of an idea and then in the end, my wife said, well, you're going to have to go to see the doctor because you've got to do something about it. So. so you went and saw your GP? So I had to go and see my GP, who's a lady, which mm. not that that worries me. But, yeah, I had to explain to her what I had. Did she ask to look at it? No, she didn't actually, but she was very intrigued. So she got straight onto Google as well. Yeah, and yeah we all do so, that. Yeah, mm. so um, she had never actually heard of it before. So she had a bit of a look on the computer and decided she thought it was probably that as well. Mm -hmm. Had no idea how I did it. Yeah. And um, so she sent me to Dr. Barrett. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who is no relation to me. People no, always think that no, him I and I are so related. Too. Yeah. Mm. So just for anyone listening, there is, yeah. is, we're not related. And I've had people ask me if he's my son, which is really offensive because I think he's only 15 At years At least I said wife. Me. Yeah. You asked if I was his <laughs> wife. So I wasn't quite as offended. But, um, you know, I was just like, I'm probably, I'm either a cougar if I'm his wife yeah, or yeah. I was very young at having children. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, we're not related. So you went and saw Trent and then he, Dr. Barrett, and then he referred 
apology to me for conservative treatment. Yeah, well, he gave me all the options mm-hmm. and um, he said, you know, I can operate. I can. Well, no, sorry, wind the clock back. At first, because it was still sore at that stage, mm-hmm. he um, advised just to wait it out until the pain stopped. Yes. And he said it should stop, you know, up within six months. Mm-hmm. It'll stop, like you'll st- it'll still be bent, but... And he put me on, it wasn't Viagra, but it was those yellow yeah, pills. To that Afilosialis yeah. daily. Yep. I just couldn't take them. Because you were getting too many erections. Headaches. No, yeah. no, it was the headaches. The headaches, just, yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, and no, I didn't mind the erections. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was the headaches. I just had to stop taking them. Okay. And then six months later, because. I went, yeah, I went back and saw him again. Because mm-hmm. the pain had gone then? Yeah, the pain had gone. So that's when he said that the. Callus bit, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah, the plaque. The plaque, yep. sorry. That's when he said that had probably stopped growing and that's why and it had stopped hurting. Yeah. And, yeah, he ran through the options and you were his first option to say, look, this is pretty new, but um, how about we have a crack? Yeah. And um, so he sent me to see you. Yeah, yeah, good. So for everyone listening, when you first develop Peroni's disease, it's like a plaque inside the shaft of the penis. And if you have a look on my website, you'll see pictures and everything of this. Um, not Bent's penis, but no. you'll see some penises with, that have got this problem. And so the plaque, when it's first forming, is really painful. You can't actually start treatment in the painful phase. So you need it to be stable. Yeah. And that's when you start treatment. And the options that um, Dr. Barrett would have given you are there's a couple of different surgeries you can yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. And there's also conservative treatment. Mm. And we try and do the conservative treatment first just because if you don't and you go straight for surgery, you'll lose length. Um, and if you do the conservative treatment, which we're about to talk about next, you'll at least gain length. So if you still need the surgery, you're not ending up with a doubly short penis. You know, yeah. You're getting some length back. So then you came and saw me and yep. I showed you the Restorex device, which is a traction device. What did you think? Um, it's a very interesting machine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I'll put in the show notes for anyone wondering, I'll put a picture of this. But yeah, what what did you think? Um yeah, I kind of had to laugh a little bit, I suppose, and thought, this is fairly amusing. It reminded me, I remember my dog broke his leg once and um, they put this cage around the dog's leg. leg to heal it. Yep. And it looked very similar to something that he was walking around with for three months. Yeah, it but, would. Um, yeah, I sort of thought, well, yeah, it felt a bit better when you said I only have to do it half an hour in the morning and half an hour at night and I didn't have to walk around All day half with the it. day with it on. But um. <laughs> So explain to the people listening, what does a Restorex device look like? Well, like that, it's like two splints. Yeah. And um, what do you call it? Um, it's on traction device. It's on springs. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like spring-loaded. Yeah, spring-loaded. It's spring-loaded traction device. So you, you actually clamp the end of your penis in the end of it. Yes. And um, and then you spring-load it. So it just pulls straight out. It literally, they're the sort of things, um, you've probably seen them on interesting websites in the past <laughs> they've been advertised similar to make your bit penis to ma- bigger to make you bigger yeah and um, i never thought i'd um be using one mm-hmm. but um here i am and yeah. so were you kind of thinking when you know the first time that i fitted it for you were yeah. you thinking jesus is this going to hurt when she locks my penis in yeah there? yeah but it strangely enough it doesn't mm-hmm. um unless you get a bit of your like i haven't got a foreskin but the little overlap yeah bit that's there if that gets caught under it and oh. then you let the springs go because you wrap tape around it. There's this, um, whatever that tape's called. Yeah. You put a bit of tape around it for a bit of grip. And um, sometimes that'll um, make you cringe a little bit, but you just sort of 
yeah, you just sort of manipulate it a bit and get that bit of skin out and um, yeah, away you go. You just a little bit know. of like that pressure though, because I know the yeah. first time I fitted one for yeah. someone, I was like, Jesus, I hope that doesn't hurt. But yeah. I was really surprised it doesn't. It, it doesn't. And I thought after using it, because what have I used it for four months or yeah. so now? I thought I might lose sensitivity in the tip as well, mm-hmm. but um, it seems to still be all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and. What happens because you can't use it when you've got an erection, can you? No, no. Well, see, you've put me on because I couldn't take the yellow pills. I'm yeah. on, what is it, 25 mil of Viagra? Yeah, each, you're on a quarter of Viagra each Quarter day. of Viagra. So, I take that at night time. So, um, I take that with these other pills. And um, so, in the morning, that's one thing you can't do. You can't use a regular toilet in the morning anymore. I've got to walk out the back lawn ah. because there's no way because it's bent upwards yeah, right. You pee on your under your chin. Pretty much, yeah. So um, <laughs> the morning ritual, and it was fairly cold during winter doing that, but um, yeah, the morning ritual was to go out into the back lawn to have a leak first thing in the morning. Yeah, and then your piss and, fat would go down. Yeah, and um, nine times out of ten it would go down. Yeah. So then you'd wander back to your bed and lie in bed and um, get your little… Um, Strap yourself in. …medieval machine out and um, yeah, think… Don't think bad thoughts while you're putting it on because you will wake back up again and yeah. um, you're back to square one again. So um, so don't so think about your grandmother's yeah, underpants. Think about your grandmother's or, underpants while you're putting it on. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's the worst thing. And I always think it's like so unfair because often mm. like the someone will have started the poor guy on a tablet mm. like Viagra Cialis, and then the first time they'll have to try and fit it for them, and yeah. the poor guy will have some strange woman touching their penis. Yeah. So it starts yeah. to fill up, and you think, oh, you can't jam it in there like that. It's gonna yeah, hurt. Well, that's right. Yeah, no, I've sort of um, every now and then you'll sort of you'll fight it, and you think I'll get it on, and once it's on, he'll go down. Mm. Sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so you've just got <laughs> you've just got to let it go pretty quickly because yeah, yeah, it does start hurting. Mm. But nine times out of ten, if you can actually Get the machine on and um, grab your phone and jump on Facebook and start looking thinking, at boring things. Yeah, looking at boring things. Yeah, um, yeah, you get yeah. So the mornings are the tricky ones. Yeah, at night time. Well, that's another funny story too. But um, so tell us what happens at night. Well, at night, if I've come home from work and I'll have a shower and we'll be watching telly or something, mm-hmm. and um, while my missus is getting dinner or something, I'll go and grab the machine and I'll sit in front of the telly and put it on. <laughs> and um, she's used to it now, but at first it was um pretty confronting i think she yeah. walked back into the lounge room and there i am sitting in the recliner with um the machine on with my pants down <laughs> and what i'm interested to know have you told your mates and your friends about this is no, it dinner table conversation no. or do you keep it all secret we've, we've kept it secret for now it's funny because i usually blab when i've had a few drinks and we had a camping trip not long ago and i was Pretty sure by the end of it, I would have told someone, but I actually didn't. So, right. Yeah. That's interesting. So, that is yeah. that because you're embarrassed or? Uh, not really, no. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm. I probably should. Yeah. One day I will. Yeah. Probably yeah. Once, once the treatment's all over and. And everything's better. Everything's back to normal. I'll probably um, joke about it when we're having a few beers one night. Yeah. 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 It's usually one of those things, I think, most problems, anything to do with your sexuality, it's mm. funny after it's over, but it's yeah. not funny at the time. Yeah. 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 And so, so you had like this 85 degree upwards mm. and I think I would have said to you at the first appointment, like Peroni's disease can bend in all different yeah, ways and yeah. you're lucky because yours bends straight up. It couldn't have been truer up if it tried. No, yeah. it was really um, pronounced. Yeah. And I, mm. But when it's slightly up and you've got a female partner, it's not mm. a bad thing because it hits the G spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yours was too far up. Mine was, you just, in the end it became impossible. Even, even once I started taking the Viagra, like we could do it, mm. but I really had to work hard at it. 
and for me it definitely wasn't enjoyable. Was that because it was painful or it went down? No, or? it was more um, mentally trying to keep it going in and out the right direction, I suppose. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I suppose it's like trying to bang a bent nail into a bit of wood, I suppose. Yeah, right. That's a really good I, analogy. I sp- yeah, except I don't really hammer her that hard. but. <laughs> and your wife probably doesn't want to be referred to as a bit of wood. No, but, yeah. no, no. But And so, yeah, so when you're doing it, it definitely helped, you know, you'd take a, the full Viagra that night because you yeah. knew things were going to happen. So, yeah. um, yeah, but just the mentally, the mental strain of it, trying to keep it all straight because if you moved around too much, you really had to keep a good rhythm, put it that way. Yeah, and it so, would have changed the positions that you could be in when it's on that yeah, angle it was as well. pretty well face-to-face was about the only way we could do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And, um. And yeah. so then I saw you, uh, so we got it on and we started off and I also at the same time gave you the quarter of a tablet of Viagra and some herbal remedies, yeah. which um, uh, I'm not going to list them on here because I don't want people going out and buying them on their own, but there's three different herbs and the mixture of them together help break down the plaque, but also stop the, any further inflammation. Mm. Um, and so you take those and that mm. really helped. And then um, now when I first, so I measured the flaccid length. So the length, what we always do before we fit one of these is measure the flaccid length of the penis, which is from your pubic bone to the tip. And yours was 14 centimetres. And the reason we do this is because we know that when you get plaque inside your penis, it shortens it. Because the way I think about it is if you got an elastic band and you stretched it out full, it would stretch to a certain distance. And then if you tied knots in it and stretched it out, it wouldn't go as far. Mm. So when you get pronies, it's like stretch, putting knots in your penis. Yeah. And so we then, I got you to come and we took a photo and as I say, it was 85 degrees. And when I felt, I could actually feel that lump in your penis and it was three centimetres long um, and about, sorry, it was, yeah, three centimetres long and about two centimetres wide. Um, And then at six weeks, you came back and we checked it again and it went from, it, your penis length went to 16 centimetres, so that's always got to be happy. Oh, I was ecstatic, yeah. <laughs> what is that in inches, by the way? I don't know. <laughs> Have it, to be eight. It has yeah. to be, yeah. 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 No, it's well, definitely, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. so that's much, much better. And we had also, um, the plaque had reduced from being to only half a centimetre wide and it was much shorter, so like 1.5 centimetres short. Like, so it had really improved and we decided that we would continue for a bit longer. So all in all now, after you've been doing this for four months, haven't you? Yes, yep. about that, yeah. And we've reduced the curve to about, well, it's been reduced by 30 degrees. And so now is it useful? Like, can you use it much easier? It is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, still got to choose your positions. Yeah. Not all of them are possible yet. Are more possible than they were though before? Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm sort of, we're not... Your favourite position, you yeah. told me before, you still can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And what about, um, do you feel like you have to like, sorry, to, but to use your expression, hammer the nail, is, is it as difficult or is it easier to keep it in now? Oh, it's control? definitely easier to keep it in. Obviously, um, every now and then it'll slip out because mm-hmm. it's still not straight. So, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But no, definitely we're sort of getting back into it. Yeah. And it's functional. Yeah, yeah, it is functional. Yeah. So, it's been worth the hour a day of like strapping yourself in? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's become such a ritual. I think I'll probably miss it when I stop doing it. Because I think we're going to do it for another couple of months. And yeah. the whole aim is often with Peroni's disease, even using traction or whatever, you're never going to 
usually get the penis back to being straight as an arrow, but not many penises are. Most have some curve. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you want it to be 30 degrees or less so that it's functional. I think so, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. If I can get it to that, then I don't have to go to the next step, I yeah. suppose. And, and then if you did need to go to the next step, which is put a stitch in it yeah. to straighten him out, at least now you've got the two and a half centimetres extra. Yeah. So yeah. We're, now if you had to, you'd reduce it and you would, yeah. we'd be back to a decent length. Mm. Yeah. I sort of, I don't pretty much decided I don't really want to go down that path really if mm. we can improve what I've got now by a bit more. Yeah. I, I mean, think I'll be pretty happy. I mean, you, in yeah. four months you've had a really good recovery. So I'd yeah. be surprised if in another two months you needed to do, yep. you know, another two months in because it's usually about three to six months Yep. and you had quite a severe bend. So mm. I'd be imagining that in another two months it's just, you know, it's not going to be perfect but it's going to be no, good enough. And, and at my age I probably don't need it to be perfect. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and not many penises are perfect. No, well, mine was, so I'm very disappointed. Oh, yours was perfect. <laughs> absolutely perfect. I should I should rephrase that. Probably all penises are perfect. Um. <laughs> well, my wife always said it was perfect anyway. So, yeah, so, so is she, can she notice the change? Is it better for her? Well, yeah, because I'm doing it now, which it pretty well came to a grinding halt. Like in the end, I just, it was, yeah, just didn't want to waste my time doing it in yeah. the end. Yeah, because it just felt so disappointing. Well, yeah, and yeah, you just just had to work too hard to do it. Yeah, so yeah. we obviously we found other ways of yeah, but keeping she excited. Be, yeah, yeah, keeping each other happy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So she must be much happier now that it's. I think is, so. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. And what about like? Do you feel as like is your actual quality of the erection improved? Because often when you get Peyronie's disease, it's stopping the blood flowing, so you can't sustain the erection for as long, and you can't, and it gets a bit floppy past the plaque. So is that better now? Oh, with the aid of yeah, I suppose with the aid of the Viagra, it is. Yeah. 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 I think if we have a spontaneous session, I suppose probably not so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But you know, at your age, and how mm. old are you now? 56. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. at your age, one in three men, regardless whether they got Peronis or not, need yeah. to take a Viagra or Is that right? to get. Yeah. I never knew that. So, yeah. one in three men over 50 can't maintain an erection without a pill. Well, that makes one, me feel better. One in yeah. two over 60. Yeah. And once you get to be in your 70s, only one in five can. Is that right? Well, so, I make I wake up with morning wood every day now. Exactly. So. See? So, and you weren't before, <laughs> were you? No, definitely not. No. Which I think you said may have been the cause of it. Yeah, exactly. So, it's normal mm. for men as they age that just like your knees mm. and your hips and your shoulders, yep. you know, break down. Yeah. Uh, nerves that give you the erection start to not work as well. Yep. And then if your erection isn't as hard as it used to be and mm. you happen to slip out, which everyone does, yeah. and then you like buckle the penis when you're putting it yep. back in, you'll get a little tear and then that forms yep. a scar and then it just gets worse. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you were still getting like lots of nocturnal erections, it would have sorted that out naturally. Yeah. But as you get older, it doesn't. Yep. So it's actually really common for onies, but people just don't talk about no. it. No. Well, maybe I should start talking about it with my mates. I might have a heap with... You might. You might have ben, a heap of mates. Ben and Dicks, And yeah. then when you finish with your um, traction device... I can sell it. You can... Yeah. <laughs> you can go, look, two cartons of beer and you can have it. <laughs> yeah. So because yeah. that is the only thing. They are yeah. an expensive medical device. And do you feel like it was money well spent? Well, now it's working, yes. Mm. But um, the initial purchase, I thought... Christ, I hope this works. Yeah, of course. But um, but then saying that, surgery isn't exactly cheap either. No, no, surgery is expensive. And um, yeah. Medicare and HBF don't, I think we looked into it and um, they didn't cover a hell of a lot of it. So Yeah, I mean, you would definitely would have saved money by using the traction yeah, and, and yep. fixing it that way. Yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe you should start talking about it to your mates. Some of your mates might have the same problems, wonky they, willies, and they, they haven't mm-hmm. told you because yeah. you haven't told them. Because I haven't told <laughs> <laughs> You've planted the seed now. Yeah, that's it. You're going to have a few yeah. beers this weekend and everyone's going to know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'll stay quiet this weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bent. No coming. worries. I think we're going to have to change your name soon. Well, we have to change it to Curve or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Curveball. Yeah, Curveball. <laughs> Except the balls aren't curved. No, the balls aren't curved. <laughs> no. Is there anything else that you think is important for other men to know, like that, or that you wish you knew earlier, or anything like that? Oh, uh, oh, well, just the obvious. Don't put up with it. But um, yeah, no, not really. I think. Yeah. We covered it? We pretty well covered it, I think, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, I know that there's going to be a lot of men interested in listening to this because well, I'm obviously suggesting this often. There, There is another attraction device available, um, which is a little bit less costly, but you've got to wear it for 12 hours a day to, wow. to get mm. any, any response. And that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you can't, yeah. no one's going to walk around with one of those on 12 hours a day. You've no. got to do it in the privacy of your own home. Yeah, yeah. Unless you wanted to wear trackies all day and even then you'd see it. So You'd possibly see it. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in. No worries. It was great. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure there will be a lot of people who will listen to this and get a lot of value out of it. Yep. No probs. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. As a thank you for being a part of our podcast community, I have an exclusive podcast subscribers only offer for you. As you know, the Penis Project podcast is all about embracing men's wellness and providing support and education in a safe place. As a men's health specialist, it's always been my mission to give men support and advice that is accessible to people all around the world. That's why I've created some of the world's first and only online programs dedicated to men's health. My programs are tailored exclusively for men who have been diagnosed with prostate cancer or other men's health issues, such as erectile dysfunction, Peyronie's disease, premature ejaculation, or a combination of these issues, and they'd like to be on a path to recovery. These programs have guided modules that are packed with expert advice, invaluable information, targeted exercises, and they will be your ultimate guide to getting back into action as quickly as possible. The best part? It only takes 10 to 15 minutes a day to kickstart your journey to a healthier, more vibrant life. I'll share the strategies that can help you regain penile perfection sooner than you might have thought possible. If you're ready to invest in your sexual health, please head over to www.melissahadleybarrett.com programs and use the code TPP5 at the checkout. You'll gain instant access to all the modules and you'll be a path to penile perfection in no time. More details in the show notes. I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Now we have Glenn. Glenn has got Peroni's disease and he's been using a traction device. And so we're going to talk about that because he's got some amazing tips on how to use it and how he found it easier to do. But first up, we're just going to talk to him about how he got Peroni's disease and what happened and what's going on. So Glenn is 62 years of age and I first met him at the beginning of the year, didn't I? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So tell us, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. (laughs) So tell me, what happened originally when you first noticed that it was all a bit wonky? Okay, so... I wasn't sure whether it happened during an event, like at one night having sex, or whether it was just something that I'd noticed at that stage. But mm-hmm. um, after being away on a weekend, back to work on the Monday, um, suddenly noticed I, my erection was quite crooked, not feeling right. Yep. Um, and yeah, it seemed to happen quite suddenly. The week before, I, I didn't 
notice any, anything adrift or anything wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then after this weekend away, it was definitely bent right. when I was erect. Yeah. And looking back on the night that I thought it might have happened, there was nothing traumatic. Yeah. There was no massive bruising or nothing painful or nothing that hurt. Yeah. But I just did feel a little bit uncomfortable yeah, after sure. that, the next morning. Um, but that was it really. There's no, no major event that yeah. I suddenly thought, geez, I've done something terrible. And that's a really common story. You know, occasionally yeah. you'll get someone in who goes, I felt it and, you know, I got a big bruise. But yeah. most of the time, no one really no. can pin it down. So what about um, when – did it hurt at any stage? Like when you noticed your erection was bent, were the, the erections painful or were they never painful for you? No, they weren't really painful. Yeah. No. It okay. was just more the look of it. It just didn't look right. A little uh, – Initially, a little bit uncomfortable, but no, I couldn't call it pain. No. Yeah, okay. And so it bends on a ninety degree angle, doesn't it? Pretty much yeah, to, to the, the left. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And had you'd noticed shortening as well at that time? No, not really. It was just the the bend, the bend. that was worrying me. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> sure. have any issues in any other ways. I was still getting erections fine, and yeah, still feeling the same. And yeah. Um, that was the only thing, really. Yeah. It, it just looked weird. <laughs> yeah, of course. And then what – so did you go to your GP first? What did you think? Yeah, I went to my GP. Or did you Google it? Uh, yeah, I Googled it, but I'm a little bit scared of Google because you get so many contradictory <laughs> yes, exactly. things and half of it's rubbish and half of it's accurate. So yeah. I decided just to go to, uh, to a local GP. I'm just curious. Um, what Google terms did you put in? Um is my penis broken? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, have I broken my penis? Yeah. Because I didn't know anything about peronies. No, most people don't. I didn't know mm. anything about the condition. So I thought, mm. oh, it's something I've done. Yeah. And it's something needs to be fixed. Sure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, went to my local GP. He's a, a male doctor who mm-hmm. was great. He said, oh, yeah, yeah. He knew straight it's, away. It's quite common. No, um, good. He said, I think this is what you've done. But he straight away referred me to a urologist. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's wrong. First of all, he referred me to get a um, scan done yep. at Hollywood. And then when I read the re- report from mm. the, it's probably not a radiologist. What yeah, that's right, radiologist. Yeah. Um, he said, yeah, classic signs of Peyronie's. Went mm. to the urologist, he said, classic Peyronie's. <laughs> yeah. And he would have given you some options like surgery or conservative. Yeah. He basically said um, surgery is the gold, gold standard mm-hmm. to fix it, but... We've had some good results with Restorix, yeah. um, the traction device. So I suggest you use that first. Surgery is always there as a mm. as a backup, but they've had some really good results. Um, showed me, you know, some diagrams of how they would do the surgery, and then referred me to you, <laughs> and off I went. So we started using the Restorix in June. And it is, what did you think when I first showed you the, it's a contraption. I mean, let's face yeah. it. Um, when you, when I got it from, actually I got it from them and then I brought it to you. That's guys, right. So you brought it to me. Yeah. When I um, took it home, I thought, yeah, this looks all right. And my intention was to get it from the urologist. Mm-hmm. Probably not do that much until I'd seen you because there was only a small gap in between. Yeah. But I was, couldn't help myself. So I, I pulled it out. <laughs> And YouTube the um, company that makes Restorix and had a look at it. Yeah. And of course, like anything that they're selling, they yeah. made it look easy. Easy. Two minutes, whack it on, off you go. I. It wasn't like that for me. No, it was. It's not for most people. It, it's um, tricky to fit. It took me a long time to 
really get my head around. Even reading the booklet, mm -hmm. a lot of the things that they said in the instruction booklet, I now know to be true. Yes. But reading it all in one hit at the beginning, it's like reading a car manual from front to back. You know, it's yeah. until you've ex experienced a lot of things they had told you in the booklet, mm -hmm. didn't mean anything to me. Yeah, fair enough. But now when I look back, I think, yeah, they're pretty much spot on with most, most of what of they've said. Yeah, great. Um, so, yeah, pulled it out, tried to adjust it, um, take out the screws, adjust the rods, adjust the angle contraption. Mm -hmm. I tried to do all that and just – it was probably a mistake, really, because it just ended up frustrating me because I couldn't mm. get it to work properly. Yeah. Um, so then put it away and thought, I'll come and see you first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, then, and then from then, even after I saw you the first time. I mean, because even then, I mean, you've told me some things that ways you're using it that have made it a lot easier, which I've passed on to other guys. Yeah. So I think, you know, nothing is like the user experience, you know. No. So like I showed you how to wear it that first time and we set it all up and everything. Yeah. But you found some other... Like, so that's what I really wanted you to talk about was like, because I think when you've done it yourself and you've like been using it for it, because you said it took about a month before you yeah. felt like you really got the hang of it. I think, yeah, for the first month, because I mean, and also in my mind, and I'm, I'm very sort of anal <laughs> about time and doing things yeah. correctly. In my mind, it was going to take half an hour. I was going to sit down and in 30 minutes, I'm going to be finished and out I'm yeah. going to come. And it wasn't like that at all. It mm. was um, once I got my head around the idea that you had to just slow down. I just told myself it was going to be an hour each time yeah. instead of half an hour. Yeah. Um, I slowed down. I mean, to go back a bit, if you if, if you look at the manual and the videos and you've got a foreskin on your penis, well, you just grab some tape and you just wrap it around your, your penis and that holds the foreskin in place and then you just put the top of your penis into the clamp and off you go. And, and it's not like that. It's no. so much harder to do than that. And I was having a lot of trouble putting the tape on and it's slipping off um, halfway through the traction. It would slip off so you have to start the whole thing again. Yeah. It was, And you just start to get frustrated. Sure. So I don't know. I think I was. I might have been on the Restorex site and it might have been some links to some blogs or chat lines or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I know some bloke in America said, no, I just put the some pads on the machine itself Mm. and tape the pads on the machine, and you don't have to worry about putting things on your penis. Yeah, which is such a good idea. Yeah, and, and you don't have to change it all the time then either. No. You can just pop it in. Yeah. So um, I think you suggested to me actually yeah. some, I think they're called Swispers. Yeah, they're just make those makeup eye removers. Yeah, eye remover makeup pads. Um, they're good because they're the right shape and you can put them, yeah. Yeah, Swispers they're called. And so I got my partner <laughs> very nicely and got me some of those. And um, I just put, two on each side of the clamp yeah and i had been using elastoplast tape yeah because a lot of the stuff's american and they they talk about these tapes you get from walmart that we don't have here yeah yeah um and even this selection of your tape makes a difference mm. because the tape that came with the restorix initially was a very sort of gauzy not sticky. No, it's that self-sticking because they've got it like that so that it doesn't stick to the end of your penis. But if you're going to put it on the actual device, yeah. you want something a bit more sturdy. And even with that, putting it on my penis, I found it just used to slip. Yeah, it does. So I end up going to the good old elastoplast, yeah. the gauze sticky tape. Yeah. Yes, it was a bit hard to get off. And that was working okay. But yeah, once trying to put it, I mean, let's be honest, you're trying to hold a machine, yeah. you're trying to put tape around your penis, you're trying yeah. to keep everything in the right spot. It, 
even trying to lie down and do it, it was just about impossible. And so, you've only got two hands. That's right. Mm. If someone else was helping you, yeah, you could do mm. it. But I, I found it difficult. But reading other people do it, no problems at all. And so, mm. yeah, it's a piece of cake. So, <laughs> But that wasn't me. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, discovered the Swispers, taped them around both pads with elastoplast tape. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Because then all you're worrying about, you're not worrying about tape. You yeah. don't worry about putting things on your penis. You just lie yeah. down. Um, so you, you're putting it on laying down or sitting? I have to lay down. Okay. I, I, I found sitting put too much strain. Yeah. I find when you're laying down, everything's much more relaxed. Yeah. Um, and the other main thing I did was instead of the contraption, the, the Restorix has got two mm. parts to it. Yeah. The top clamp and then all the spring yeah. and rod mechanism. Mm-hmm. I, at their suggestion, once again, they, it's in their booklet. Yeah. But when you don't know about it, it's yep. just all gobbledygook. I um, removed the top clamp from the spring. Yeah, okay. And you put your penis through the, the clamp, I mean through the spring mechanism, the bottom section. Yeah. Put the clamp on your penis unattached to the spring. Yes. Then pull it up and click it together. Yeah, which I actually so tried easier. with a couple of guys in the week after you told me this. It was so much easier even when I was fitting it. Yeah. And – um. At the end of this, we'll do a little video where we don't see your face, Glenn, but just of that and not a penis, like yep. a real penis. But we'll, sh- we'll show that because I think that's yep. really good. Like yep. That's a really good tip. That made such a difference because if you imagine you've got a clamp set at a, at a certain length yeah. and you're trying to stretch your penis to the length of that clamp and then get it inside the clamp and click the clamp up without it slipping out again. Yeah, and like, also balancing the thing on the body as thing. well. Whereas this way, once it's in the clamp, you use the, you can basically hold the end of the clamp, hold the clamp, pull your penis up, stick it into the mm. little um, mechanism, and that's it. It's done. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't slip. Yeah. No, it's so – I tried it afterwards. I was like, wow, that's a game changer because even when I've got someone holding it on them and I'm stretching it for them, I'll often say, oh, you might need to get your partner if yeah. you've got one to help. Yeah. Like you kind of – and that – you can do it on your own then. Yeah. I suppose the other thing I've I, I learned is get your head out of the half an hour thing. So I'd, I lie down, make myself comfortable, put the clamp on, and I don't stretch it straight away. I just – have the clamp on for two minutes, yeah, get okay. my phone out, start reading the news, get yourself relaxed, then put the um, clamp into the mechanisms so your penis is a little bit stretched. Once again, wait a couple of minutes. Yeah. Then start putting the- Traction the, on. I think they call them extension rods in the mm-hmm. um, pamphlet. Yeah. Put the extension rods on, say two, leave it in a minute. Yeah. Then put the spring on. You know what I mean? Just yes. slow the whole process, process down, down. And in yeah. fact, your penis does stretch. So yeah. by rushing, by giving yourself a few minutes, it's actually longer yes. to start the process. Yeah. And then I don't know. I just did that each time. And even when I, so I did 15, as you recommended, 15 mm. minutes in the straight position. Then when you go to put it in the bent position, I would relax everything down to yeah. zero. Mm-hmm. Um put the bend on, once again, I'd leave it for a couple of minutes yeah. before I then put the traction on. Yeah, that's I don't know, just good. slow it down Yeah. before I was wanting to throw it out the window and now it's, I think, geez, how could how could you not have used it easily? It's so easy to use. Yeah, okay. Well, just two months ago, I would have. But you persevered because there are people who would just go, no, nah, I'm never going to do that. Yeah, it's and I've, like... I mean, I've read quite a few blogs, blokes saying it doesn't work, it's yeah. hurting, I'm going to chuck it in the window, I'm going to get something else. But it actually does work. Yeah. It's just 
getting your head ahead around how to use it. I mean, there are other traction devices on the market, but the difference with this is it's got the bending, the anti-bend, yep. which none of the others have. No. And also the research on this is you only need it for half an hour, morning and night, whereas yep. the others you need for extended periods of time, like six to 12 hours, depending on the device, which is impractical. Like you couldn't walk around with one of these things on. No, I, mean, I, I, haven't try, I, I, haven't, I can't even use it sitting. Yeah, okay. And I'm lucky I'm recently retired yeah but yeah trying to work and do that four or five times a day would be impossible yeah you couldn't so, no. no i mean once i got over my hissy fit yeah i thought to myself people at the mayo clinic aren't stupid yes yeah <laughs> they've put a lot of effort into getting it right but it was just me working yeah. out how to do it properly but i do think the little things that i've been doing sticking on the swiss pads yes and um separating the device before you use it I reckon they make a massive difference. Yeah, because, I mean, it doesn't matter how good a device is. If it's not user-friendly. No. It's, and also, I mean, like anything, when often the people who invented or like when they would have been doing their research with it, they would have been, you know, putting it on in the lab and all yeah, those things. That's it's right. completely different when you've got to take Trying it into your own yourself. home. Yeah. yeah. Even cutting tape and putting it on yourself. I yeah. Mean, you're, not, you're not a nurse or a doctor. You're not. Yeah. You're not um, something else. Have you had to travel mind. with it? Yeah, well, we went. We, yeah, we went away, mm -hmm. and I took it then. And did just, you find that okay? Yeah, it was okay. I mean, there was time in the morning and time at night. Yeah, I just disappear into a, my partner's really good, but mm -hmm. you know, it's I just find it easy to disappear into another room of my own. And does she think it's funny? Like, how does she react to it when you told her what you were doing? Yeah, she's she's great. I mean, she's yeah. super supportive. She yeah. thinks it's funny. I mean, I don't yeah. think it's so funny because it's no. it's embarrassing, but um. No, we just got the routine. Sometimes I say, I'm going to go and do my stretching mm -hmm. and I, off I go and do it and come back. We just find it easier that way. Yeah. It's like uh, yoga for your penis, isn't it? Well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I mean, when she goes to work, because she's still working, she goes to work in the morning and I do it and then just, be, you know, I try and get done in the afternoon before she comes home so that yeah. the afternoons, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's would be part of my advice is get away from the sort of, Half an hour, it's got to be done. Yeah. I think if you give it, it doesn't take an hour. No. But if you say to yourself it's going to be an hour, you kind of relax. You're not rushing into it. You're not rushing and you're into not it. feeling frustrated if it pops out and you've got to do it again. No, no. Because yeah. if, you, if you're halfway through and it it slips out, by the time you get it all sorted again, you've lost it. You've eventually mm. got to start again. It's interesting, actually. A couple of guys have told me that they've been really up to date on like their reading, like they've read books. Like yeah. they've made a thing like, I'm actually going to read a book when I have to do this because I always wanted to read these books and I never yeah. get around to it or I'm more informed on the news. Like they actually give themselves like well, another right. thing to do. It's have you found that? Day. Yeah, you have to sit down and read basically because there's nothing else you can do. Yeah. So, yeah. no, it's, it's fine once you get your head around it. Um, you start to relax with it. Mm. And what, um, so I was just, so when we first started, and I'm not going to tell them the measurements of your penis, but from when we first started in June to when we measured him again in October, we've got three centimetres extra length, yep. which is great. So we have, the bend is unchanged yet. Yep. Um, but as I said, I've been finding in most cases, it's like you get the length first and yep. then that's the next like bit is when we start to see the bend change. Yeah, you can feel, oh, that's what I was going to say before. Yeah. You can feel the length. You can see the length's different. Okay. It's definitely longer. Yeah. Um, and that's using the springs because when I first started using the device, mm -hmm. I was just using the traction rods, which yes. are the click, click, click yeah. black rods. Which is set. Um, and I've realised now why the spring's important. Yeah. Because the spring keeps that constant tension on it. Yeah. And I'm finding now halfway through you might – click up the extension rods to number two, say. Yes. Put the spring on halfway through the 
15 minutes, I um, close the spring back up, pull them up to number three or four, then put the spring oh. on. So it constantly keeps the pressure on. Yeah, that's Whereas just great. using the rods, you're guessing in between one or the other. Mm, exactly. And if you are in between one or the other, you're not getting the right tension. And also with the springs, if you haven't got enough spring loaded on it, you can see those little two little white lines. Yeah, that's right. So then you go, no, I've got to put more out on the that's rods right. and then re-spring it. I actually don't even let it get even close to the white lines. Yeah, now. okay. As soon as it's, um, there's probably a, you know, two centimetre of black showing, I put the spring up, I put the rod up to the next level do the yeah. spring again. So the spring's constantly got that pressure on, yeah. And Whereas so, before I wasn't using the spring, yeah. I was just using the rods. So, you know, what I think, and this is what I always say to guys when they're considering using one of these, is worst case scenario, if you just went straight for surgery, you'd probably lose two or three centimetres or more in the surgery of making it straight. Yeah. Whereas now you've gained three centimetres right. already. So the worst case scenario is we don't correct the bend. You go and have surgery, but you haven't ended up that's with right. a shorter yeah. penis, you know? You know it, it, I mean, there's times I've wished I didn't have any bend. Yes. And it was just a length thing because it definitely works with length yeah. straight away. I can tell now. I'm almost almost the stage of moving off the rods I'm on. To new to rods. The longer rods. That's even using the spring. Yeah. So it definitely works for lengthening. lengthening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does, which I think, you know, not because I think having a longer penis is the be all and end all, but if you're going to have surgery and lose some of it, it's a that's it's right. a bonus anyway. Yeah. Like if that's the only place that you get to. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But you need a bit of commitment, don't you? I mean, it's not, yeah. you don't want to go, I mean, it's not a cheap device. So you don't want to go and spend that much money on the device no. and then not and there's, use it. There's days when I, I, I have missed one. Of course. Like, you know, mm. you're traveling, yeah. you're on a plane. Yeah. I don't, I used initially I kind of beat myself up about it. I thought, oh my God, I can't miss one. But now I realize over six months, you know, if you're doing it yes. 95% of the time. You're doing correctly. great. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just times it doesn't, you just can't. No, you know, that's so. right. I'm sorry, I'm just, you know, you can't be at a party. Sorry, I'm yeah. just going to disappear and do my stretching yeah. for and, now. <laughs> you know, go away with your friends for the weekend. And, yeah. and you know, like you, every day is ideal, but that's not reality, yeah. you know. No. And I think, you know, particularly in your previous profession, things, uh, you have to do things correctly. So you probably felt guilty when it wasn't done every do. day. But Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I do, do try and make sure it's always twice a day. But yeah. Occasionally, only once, very rarely miss completely. Yeah. But it has happened. And know. I have said to some guys, you know, like I've got patients who start work at like four in the morning. Mm. And I'm like, you know, it doesn't have to be before work and after work. You could do one when you first got home and then do it again at 10 yeah. o'clock before you go to bed. Well, I noticed they, they just recommend leaving half an hour between yes. sessions. Yes. You could so do it you back, could do back to it back. Back to back. So, yeah. 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 That's good. So, um, I think be, it'll be really great if we can do a little video of you demonstrating those things we talked about, and then I'll put the link to the video in the show notes. So anyone who listens who wants to see these tips from Glenn, um, then just go into the show notes and there'll be a link and that'll go to the YouTube channel and we'll have that on there because as good as the instructions that the Restorix people provide, it's nothing is as good, I don't think, as people who have actually lived the experience. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, does anything else that you think we should add? Um, no, not really. It's just yeah, probably settling down and just trusting the the science. Yeah, and the process. A lot like in a few years, isn't it? Yeah, trusting that the people have designed do know what they're doing. Yeah, and it's just getting your head around how to actually do it and what makes it work for you. I mean, I've read other people just use the tape, mm. keep the whole machine together as they do it, no problems at all. That's, yeah. That's fine, but I, that wasn't my 
experience. It's not most people's experience. Most people have a bit of a struggle at the beginning. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm not a tradesman, but I'm quite, quite, quite handy with things. So yeah. I, I thought, oh, no, I'll sort this out in two seconds, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it, it probably took a month, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I, you know, when they say use it for six months, I'm, I'm saying to myself in my own mind, well, you've actually only used it. You'll, you will have only used it for five yes. properly. Yeah, exactly. So give yourself a bit more time. So you think if we started that in June and then you got that three centimetre extra length by October, you really weren't doing it properly probably until July. That's right. So, you know, July, August. Maybe three months. Three months, yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who would love to get a centimetre a month extra. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> All right. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Glenn, for telling us. No and, problem, my pleasure. Um, We'll, we'll see how we go with the videoing. Just a, a disclaimer, anyone who's listening, the videos will not be professional quality because I'm doing them on my iPhone. But as long as they, they tell you what to do, that's all that matters. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Penis Project. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review and subscribe for regular updates. Your support plays a big role in spreading awareness and helping more men to access this information. The more followers we have, the more podcast platforms that recommend our show to others. This might be just the place where your friend, brother, neighbour with lingering questions finally discovers the answers. Stay connected with me on social media and join the Melissa Hadley Barrett email list for news about upcoming podcast episodes, blogs and lots more. If you have a personal story that you'd like to share or you're a health professional working in this field, I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or a listener with specific topics you'd like us to cover, please send me an email at admin at melissahadleybarrett.com. Thanks again for being a part of the Penis Project podcast community. And until next time, take care.